one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Real Sports Talk podcast. I I know Matthew was away last week, but he is back this week. So, there has been a lot of things going on in the NHL this week. And Matthew is here to tell us a bit about some of the news. Okay, so the first big flame news, well, flame, exactly, is Nazem Kadri signing a seven-year, $49 million contract with the Calgary Flames. I don't know about this. I kind of hope Kyle Dubas would um, bring Nazem Kadri back to the Leafs, but clearly that's not the case here. Well, I mean, the Flames lost Gaudreau and Kachuk. That gave them lots of cap space. Yeah, I guess. They went out and got a star. It's going to be a skill and snarl team. It's going to be a lot of grit. Oh, yeah. And Matthew, do you think the Flames will be better or worse next season? I honestly think they'll have a a little bit of a shock, a rebuilding year, because Gaudreau and Kachuk are gone. But, I mean, they still have a great team around them. Yeah, they do. I mean, they have a lot of... They have great offensive weapons. Well, I'm excited um, for the Battle of Alberta um, yeah. when they play because Campbell would be on the other side and mm-hmm. I have no... Oh, um, Markstrom would be for Calgary's in Calgary's net. Okay, so what's that else? Well, there's also been rumors about where P.K. Subban is going to go. I personally want Kyle Dubas to pick up um, P.K. Subban. He is a great defenseman, which we need, especially if we're going to keep Justin Hall. Um, but I don't think the Leafs have the cap space as right now because we have Raspin. No, we don't have Raspin Sandy. Um, we have Justin Hall. Um, there's a many more. I just can't pronounce the name. I can't remember their names right now. Mm-hmm. And right now, the top three runners for the sweepstakes of PK Subban are the Seattle Kraken. Washington Capitals and Buffalo Sabres. Ooh, Buffalo. Oh, if P.K. Subban goes to Buffalo, he can join his brother, Malcolm Subban, which is a goalie. That's true. So Little brother to brother. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what's up? Oh, what's out? Oh, new in the NHL, Matthew. Well, Nashville's hosting the 2023 NHL Draft and Awards. And, I mean, it's a good city to host. They've not, I don't think they've ever hosted it. No. And it's going to be earlier this year, to be matter of fact, because free agency starts on Canada Day, July 1st. So I think the awards would be the 27th. Of June and um, the draft would be the 28th and 29th of June. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy free agency is a, a lot earlier this year because I don't have to worry about 
um, Austin Matthews not signing with us, William Nylander not signing with us for so long that pretty much as soon as the playoffs are over, it's straight to free agency. Mm-hmm. And the team that won, P.K. Subban, just to double down on it, the Kraken had one of the worst records in the league. Yeah. The worst in their division. The Capitals were made the playoffs, but have cap space. And the Sabres were pretty awful last year as well. Yeah. Their goal differential was horrible. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, they still won the season series against us. Mm-hmm, true. He would be a nice addition because of the brother-to-brother connection. Probably yeah. Probably him even more. Yeah, probably. So... Yeah. Um, let's just talk about Ben for a sec. Yeah. Ben was. Yeah, it was. Um, ben was an Edmonton Oilers super fan. If you guys don't know, he, the, he they started a ten game ho- um ten game winning streak with Ben in the building. Ben is one of the reasons why they went to the semis. But sadly, Ben died, I think, last Tuesday at the age of six due to brain cancer. So let's just hold a moment of silence for him. Okay, thank you. Um, so now let's get into um, LeBron James and basketball. So LeBron James... Um, Signed a, let's see, signed a one-year deal, I think. Um, One-year deal with the Los Angeles. Two-year. Oh, two-year. Two-year, $97 million deal. With the Lakers. Yeah. He wants to stay in the NBA so he can play with Bronny. Bronny's in his senior season of high school right now. Just dropped 25 points at Sierra Canyon on the tour in France. He had a big poster dunk that got everyone on Twitter excited, blowing. And I think LeBron wants to play with him. Because this deal would take him for the 2022-23 season, the 2023-24 season, and the 2024-25 season. And uh, Bronny entered the draft in 2024 if he's a one-and-done college player. He's ranked 39th already in his high school in the high school recruiting of ESPN, so it wouldn't be far fetched to say Bronny makes the NBA and is a first round pick to slash lottery pick, so LeBron can play with him with the Lakers because the power LeBron has on the league is insane. The Lakers would do anything to get a draft pick to be close to Bron, to be close to the approximate of where Bronny will be drafted. Yeah, so, but do you think as soon as LeBron, if he is able to get a year with Bronny, um, do you think he would retire after? Yeah, I think he, he just wants to play with his son. He won't care about the money anymore. He says, give me a million dollars, give me a dollar. <laughs> I just want to play with my son for a season. I mean, it would be a very cool thing to watch. Yeah, it would. The market sales would go insane. Yeah. The box office the Lakers would have. Already, they probably have the most in the league. Yeah, probably. Nah. That would just take them to another level. LeBron yeah. also... 
produced a documentary on the 2008 Olympic Redeem Team, and it's a Netflix movie called The Redeem Team. It's coming this fall. Ah, that's cool. Um, okay, so is that all you have on LeBron James, Matthew? Yeah. We talk a lot about him. Every yeah. sports show does. Yeah. Um. So now let's get into Kyrie Irving gang trade and those rumors. So basically, Kyrie Irving recently opted out into his final year of his deal worth $36.4 million. But after his teammate, Kevin Durant, requested a trade, I think that's where he wants out because Brooklyn won't be as good without Kevin Durant. If so, he gets traded. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that, Matthew? The big reason Kevin Durant wants to leave is actually because of Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving, the last three seasons, this dude has played... 103 games, which is about 31, not 31, sorry, which is about, mm, not the best math here, (laughs) I think about 34 games per season out of like about 72 games he could play. So he's missed over half the games. Yeah. He's, he's very unsustainable throughout his career. He's only played 70 games three times in his 12-year career. So, I don't know. I never trust him. He's hit the one big shot in Cleveland, but that's about it for his career. Yeah. And he's making millions and millions of dollars. I think $34 million last year, to be exact. And his current contract would be $36.5 million with the Nets. And who knows, like, because of a world issue that's happening, like, let's say in Ukraine, he might miss another five months of basketball. Yeah, I know he um, did miss some games against the Raptors when they were playing in Toronto due to his unvaccination. Mm-hmm, that's true as well. I mean, that affects less now, but yeah. it's just his unsustainability and his unpredictableness. Yeah. Just an awful player to have sometimes. But so freaking talented. He is. I mean, the Lakers are willing to trade him. Uh, I mean, the Nets are willing to trade him for two first-round picks. The Lakers have to agree, which they are. But I don't know. I don't think Kyrie... Kyrie's actually more matured now. He might step in LeBron's shadow for the second time in his career. Yeah. Um, so how do you think Kevin Durant's mindset is going into next season? I don't honestly know. I feel like he might leave mid-season. I mean, who knows how's the team doing? Kevin Durant's not a player to just sit. He'll hoop. He doesn't care. But... When he's when there's not really a goal and he's unmotivated, you don't really get the full Kevin Durant. And he hasn't won a chip since 2018, so I don't know why everyone's talking about him so much as the greatest player on planet Earth still. Yeah. But you know maybe a redemption year. That I mean maybe. There's rumors he's gonna go to the Raptors. It's yeah. Going on for a month, but like maybe we get a little Kawhi thing where he comes for <laughs> one year, 
We win the chip. Yeah. He leaves to like LA or something. Yeah, I would like to see a Gordon State and Toronto um, rematch in the finals again. With KD? Yeah. That would be crazy. Against his old team. <laughs> the team, the Raptors who defeated Gordon State in six, now going to be with the Raptors against Gordon State. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. So, yeah, I think that's all we have for the um, NBA. So now let's get into the MOB. Yep. So first thing we're going to talk about is the Blue Jays news. They just won a game 9-2 in New York, and they play today. Yeah, and it's 0-0, end of two. Yeah. What do you think of Kikuchi going to the relief? Well, I'm happy about this uh, move. Kikuchi, who coming in to the season, was a good picture. Mm-hmm. Was probably top 10 in uh, the league. Had a lot of hype on, on him coming yeah. from Japan. But now he's like top 50, if that. So, I like this move. I feel like Kikuchi isn't, uh, unless he has a no-hitter going, isn't a long, can't get into the game long-term. The best he has done this season was six innings. I we, mean, he's a fan favorite. Last year he made the all-star team. He is. Seven wins, nine losses. But I think... Now we have Mitch White in Kikuchi's spot. And Mitch White is way better than Kikuchi. I'm not a fan of Kikuchi. Personally, I would send him to Buffalo and get uh, um, a picture from Buffalo up to get him more practice. And, yeah, so I like this move. I think, yes, Kikuchi's a good picture. But he's not a long, long-term pitcher. That's what I was trying to say before. Kikuchi is a short-term pitcher. Can go like an inning or two. Not four or five. That's when he starts to allow, lets the other team get some scores. Um, get some homers. Get some RBIs. Which I think that is one of the main reasons why the Jays have so many losses. Mm-hmm. So. I mean... Like, maybe if he goes to AAA, you see him dominate the competition, get his confidence back. And then bring him back up, yeah. yeah. I mean, he came from Japan, so they don't have the comp that the MLB has, but he's been in the majors for four seasons. Yeah. He's played, he started 91 games. He should know the inside and outs. Oh, yeah. But, eh, I mean, maybe he's not used to it yet. Maybe not. Triple A would be good though. Less comp, he gets to kind of practice things out. Yeah. Train and then maybe who knows? We bring him back for October. Maybe. Well, I think if the Jays keep their spot and go into the playoffs, I think our rotation is Goss. No, Manoa start in the first game. Brio start in the second game. Um, Gosman start in the third game. And that would be our, um, if 
once we get into the wild card game that would be our um rotation for those three games and if we get further same three but then we have brios no manoa and gosman go and then if we get past that we i can't think that far though but i all i know is we would have the same three starting play manoa twice in one night <laughs> that no, would be tough um so now let's just go through some injuries that the jays have um george springer is day to day with a knee injury he took a foul ball off the knee yesterday a matter of fact he's not in today's lineup against the yankees um Temeza is starting is going to make a rehab us appearance tomorrow which is saturday um Timmy's went on the aisle when he dislocated his shoulder. And then um, Julian Merriweather Oblique. Um, he was trans- transferred to the 60 day IL. Um, be- Nate Pearson is also missing. He's on the yeah. 60 day IL. Like, he's a great talent. I don't even know what happened to Nate Pearson. Huh? I don't even know why he's injured. They say it's his last. I mean, he's injured for 60 days. He's scheduled to throw a bullpen yeah. on Wednesday. But he's been injured for a while. I know. The crazy talent, but he's been missing. Hasn't been healthy since the 2020 no. COVID season. Yeah. Well, only 25, though, so he has time to put his career back in track. Yeah. But he's. I don't think he will make it to the major league for a while because he's been injured for so long. Um, but Julian Merriweather, 60-day IL with an oblique injury. And he is actually s- supposed to um, begin make a rehab assignment Saturday with the Blue Jays um, in their, um, on the campings. I think it's the double-O team um, with the Dunedin Florida's. Um, Dunedin Blue Jays. Um, so yeah. Um, Tyler Sosedo sits the day I out with a hip. Um, young Jimmy is out for the rest of the season with Tommy John surgery. So that is basically all the main players that are injured. So yeah. Um, now we should talk about Fernando Tatis getting suspended. 80 games, right? Yep. Damn. He was finally going to make a return. But due to him getting suspended, he's going to miss the rest of this season and the next month. Um, and the first month of the like, um, of that season. I can't believe he did PEDs. Yeah. I mean... How else do you think he could hit the home runs? Skinny guy. Yeah, I guess. He was actually going to return last week before he got suspended. But, and he was going to return from his injury. Um, I actually just found this out a couple of weeks ago. Fernando Ortiz was injured due to getting uh, in a motorcycle accident in Mexico. Yeah. So that's what took him so long to get back. 
Just like Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. It's like cheating home runs. Yeah. I mean, they can still hit the home runs, but the PDs, like, their hand reflexes, their strength, everything. They're, like, yeah. jacked. It just makes it so much easier. It's a, it's a drug in the end. It is. He used it. He's cheating. To me, yeah. they should honestly take all of his home runs off, but they will never do that. Yeah. It still counts. Okay, so a quick cheese update. They are, um, it's the top of the third, no outstanding Jensen on with Kevin Vigio and Whit Merrifield. Kevin Vigio's on second, Whit Merrifield is on third. Um, let's see how they got on base. So Whit Merrifield first, because he was the first guy up. He singled to center. Then Kevin Vigio doubled to eight and Mitt with Maryfield to third. Um, it's a six-picture bat for Jensen, and Lourdes Gurriel is on deck with a 2-2 count to Jensen. So, is that all the news we have on the MLB? No. No? Wow. What do you think of Mike Trout's return from his injury? What was he injured with again? His back. Ah, Yes. He returned against the Angels. Yeah. I mean, not the Angels, the Tigers. Oh, yeah. Last night, he had the cowboy hat on. So, yeah. I... If you guys watched the um, last... Episode epi- one. Episode um, two, I talked about my trope by myself. That's true. So, yeah. Um, how long was Mike Trout injured for? A long time. Do you know? I'm not sure. Ah, so Trout, who has been out since, um, since July 12th with an upper back left rib cage injury. Was activated from the Angels before Friday series opener against the Tigers. Starting center field and hit second in the lineup behind two-way star Shohei Utani. To make room, outfielder um, Steve Duggan, I think that's how you pronounce his name, was optioned to AAA after Wednesday's game. Um, I... Mike Trout said, it's good to be back. I feel really good. It's always important to be on the field with the guys. So, yeah, Mike Trout is feeling clearly better and feels like he can play baseball again. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, he had one hit. The Angels have, like, so many stars. Not so yeah. many, but they have Trout and Otani. And honestly, they've ruined Trout's career until he's 31. He's never been able to go to the playoffs. So. One nothing Jays. I mean, he's never been able to go to the playoffs. They're 51 and 67 this year. Another losing season, most yeah. likely. And to me, him and Shohei should try to get the hell out of Los Angeles as soon as possible. Yeah. Okay. 
So one nothing Jays, Lotus Goyelf, um grounded out to sh- the shortstop, but Midway, Whit Merrifield scored and Biggio to third. Um, one nothing Jays, mid third. What do you think of the Baltimore Orioles uprise as two Blue Jay fans? But what do you think for? I thought when we played them last series, I thought we were going to drop behind them. I thought. The Jays would have been fourth in their division. Behind the Yankees, Tampa, and Baltimore. Baltimore was dead last. Then, now the fourth. Wait, fourth? Yeah, fourth. They're over 500. Oh, yeah. And Boston's also making a return after the All-Star break collapse. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think, think every team is over 500 in the AL, right? Yeah, I think so. Stack the most stacked division in the MLB. Oh yeah. And the Orioles, they were predicted to go fifty-eight and one hundred four in power rankings, the worst in the MLB. Yeah, the um Baltimore already passed the wins from last season. Uh huh. And now they're contending for a playoff spot. Yeah. It's crazy. Let's see how far back they are. Um, so standings, they are, drama please, they are two and a half games back. Mm-hmm. I mean, their From defense being in is amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. Like, their offense, they have a few guys that can hit. They have a, like, they do. They have a collective team on offense, which is actually better than, like, a few superstars. And some garbage players. Yeah. Or up and down players. But they have like a well calculated team that could go far. But you need that superpower stardom at the end of the year. Yeah. I don't really know if they have it. Yeah. A fun fact the Jays have in the wild card standings the most runs batted in in the. American League in the wild card standings, which is pretty impressive, considering how much runs we allow. Mm-hmm. That's true. And the Orioles have a gr- great pitchers, just great, great pitchers, all stars, yeah. young rookies that are just tearing up the league. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they shut out the Jays. Who? Or the Orioles. Oh, yeah. We they, saw what they could do. They did. We won a game against them, right? Yeah. Yeah, we just had a three-game series. And series. we won the last game out of those three. Uh-huh, but the first two, we only had scored five runs. Yeah. Combined, which sucks. And but. they beat us in a two-game series a week before. Yeah, that... that it was originally going to be a three game, but the third game got postponed. Mm-hmm. And they are making it up in September. So, I think that's all we have on baseball. baseball. Yeah. So now we're going to go into fighting, MMA, and boxing. So, so, our first topic is the YouTubers card. Yes. Which is KSI, KSI. versus Swarms. At the start of the card, if he wins, he fights in a pro boxer named Ivan Nikolov, who's, who has three wins, 16 losses, 
two draws, but at least he's fighting a pro boxer before Jake Paul. Yeah. I mean, the the card is stacked. There's other, there's many other YouTubers on the event, like Deji versus Fuzi. Um, Face Temper versus Slim, that's a big fight. King Kenny versus Face Sensei, probably a fan favorite. And Salt Poppy versus Andy Worski. I mean, this is going to get a bunch of views. Good or not for boxing, it's box office. Yeah. Um, so, um, the UFC 278, um, so yeah, that's, um, hold on. Yeah, the UFC has a card tomorrow on UFC 278. Yeah. It's pay-per-view. Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards 2 is the main event. That's for the welterweight title of the world, the 170-pound champion. Kamaru was Leon Edwards' last loss. He's put in great performances since then, but Kamaru's had a 19-fight win streak and always looks unstoppable in the cage. Leon's a good striker, though. Very, very good striker. Taller than Usman. Looks bigger, younger, more athletic. I don't know. Maybe we could have a surprise and Edwards wins. Yeah, maybe. Very possible. Um, and then we also have another match on September 17th in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's Canelo's match versus Triple G. It's going to be a huge fight. It's for Alvarez's WBC, WBI, WBBO, and IBF super middleweight titles. It's going to be the 160-pound, 168-pound champion versus the 160-pound champion. Yeah. Huge fight. I think it's number three. It is number three. Yep. And Canelo Alvarez says it's for the people. His last fight was at 175. Versus Dimitri Bivol in Las Vegas. He lost in a 12-round decision. Now he's going back to his weight. And he's reclaiming his title against the fan favorite, Triple G. Whose only loss comes to Canelo. Ah. So I think that's all we have for that. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Sports Talk podcast. I'm Noah, he's Matthew, adios.